If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, if there was ever a day, of course, there's many days here, but if there's ever a day that we need a conservative, not bitter host, I think today is the day. My goodness, yesterday was something, a lot to unpack here. Um, Welcome to the program. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email me thoughts, opinions, questions. I know many of you uh, are completely dejected this morning. Now that Congress has officially accepted the electors for uh, for Joe Biden to be America's 46th president of the United States, that happened uh, actually just a couple of hours ago. And, of course, you know the events that happened yesterday. There's just so much to unpack. I have to tell you, and I've, I've said this one other time recently that I can remember, and I'll say it again this morning. I've been doing this now for about five and a half years. I started podcasting from the bedroom closet, my wife's bedroom closet. I always pause on how to say that because we share a bedroom. It's just that it's her closet in the bedroom. I have my closet. She has her closet. My closet or her closet used to be the place that I broadcast from. In fact, I remember... Because we did that because of the, the, you know, to dampen the sound or echo or what have you. And I remember my nose being against, virtually against some clothes and so forth. But anyway, um, that's where we started five years ago in August of 2015. And now here we are in 2021. And I have to tell you that in the five years I've done this, I've never had a more, uh, it's just information overload. You know, I come to you this morning, and what I try to do each and every day is to share you, uh, share with you my, my thoughts, my opinions. You know, people misunderstand talk radio. We've, we've talked about this recently. They think that the people that listen, the left thinks this, the media, they want you to, uh, to believe or they want Americans to believe that people who listen – are just mind-numb robots who do whatever the host tells them to do. And that's just simply not the way it works. In fact, listeners of this program are highly engaged. You seek out information. You critically think about things. You have a higher-than-average education level. This is not uh, the uh, at all the, the, the audience, the listener, 
that the media wants you to believe listens to talk radio. And so I share with you my thoughts. Sometimes, um, you know, I mean, sometimes folks just, I don't know, want to explore the thought process, you know, as you think about issues. Sometimes folks, um, I think it helps to hear things and to articulate some ideas that many of you have this morning. And I'm imagining many of you, many of you this morning are dejected. You held on to hope that President Trump would somehow pull this out. And now we have the electors officially being accepted by Congress. I imagine many of you, some of you are mad at Mike Pence for what he did or did not do as he was the presiding officer of this joint session. Of course, we have what happened yesterday at the Capitol. We have the the protesters that were there, but we also had rioters who effectively, for a period of time, seized uh, seized the Capitol, right? And then all that comes from that. I know many of you, you know, this is what's different between many conservatives and the radical left. Conservatives are good, decent they, people, right? And the radical left... I'm talking about the radical left. I'm not talking about all leftists, all liberals, all Democrats. So don't misunderstand me. I'm talking about the rabid, unhinged, godless, just completely immoral faction, the the, the loud and rowdy Antifa sorts of, of the left. Um, you know, they they love moments like this where they go out and protest and burn stuff or what have you. Conservative people do this oftentimes reluctantly. It's it's as though it's like oh, this is our only chance we have, right, to to go out and to to make our voices known. People feel oftentimes as conservatives that their votes are taken for granted, right? I mean, the folks that earn our votes are um, just a different breed of politician than say an AOC is. And or some other radical leftist, and so I think a lot of folks, do, you know, there's protest stems from a deep love of of their of their country. But what happened yesterday, at least as it pertains to the capital portion, was not a was not a protest that was illegal and violent. It led to the death of one 14 year Air Force veteran who appears to have been shot by an officer on Capitol Hill at the at the Capitol building from reports she wasn't even the one causing the problems although she was in the Capitol um I, regardless what happened yesterday was was awful that cannot that cannot happen right that that cannot happen and i just wish i wish that everybody you know i i it, it's funny. It's not funny, but it it, it 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 catches my attention. It makes me think. Sometimes I chuckle because it's so ridiculous. Whenever, whenever Make America Great Again rallies uh, would have something like this, which candidly is is not a frequent thing. So of course, even to this level, definitely not not the case. But you know, you look at you look at the the Black Lives Matter protests. 
Um, th- those are considered protests. The media demands that we say that there were peaceful protesters and that you shouldn't lump in Black Lives Matter with some of the other shenanigans taking place. I'm okay with accepting that. I'm not okay with accepting that the leadership of Black Lives Matter isn't part of the problem because they are trained Marxists. They have told us that. They don't even pretend to be otherwise any longer. So, but I'm okay believing that the pro to the, the average person, the average person who goes to a march for Black Lives Matter is not uh, someone who's trying to burn down a city. I'm okay with that. But if you noticed, if you've noticed, the New York Times portrayed what happened yesterday as an anti-Trump mob, or excuse me, a pro-Trump mob who basically descended upon the Capitol and um, overtook it. They didn't have any problems with people overtaking cities like Seattle and Portland. That was fine. In fact, in fact, uh, websites, you could travel. You could, you could go to Expedia or whatever the travel site was and request your hotel in the great civilization of Chaz, which lasted for all of 300 hours until these folks ran out of clean underwear and had to go back home to mommy to have it washed in the basement. Uh, to live in the basement, have mommy wash the underwear. They ran out of uh, you know, orange wedges and, and uh, tang. They ran out of that. They had to go back home and, and get uh, you know get some get resupplied, so to speak. It's bad no matter who commits the violence. I, I just wish we could agree with that. I don't understand. I do. I do understand because there's political implications. I do understand that you know the actions of one group can be I don't know uh, applied to you. And there's probably I think many of you today have that. Maybe have that concern as well. You know, hey, I'm not – that's not me. What we saw yesterday is not me. And then you got the people who say, hey, there's reasons to believe that these are uh, Antifa – that Antifa infiltrated the group. Let me just go on record here saying no matter who it was yesterday that that ultimately did this and um, be it Trump supporters – be it a mixture of Trump supporters and Antifa, be it more Antifa than not, I, it it doesn't matter. It's wrong, right? And and that is, and if it is, if it is a Trump supporter or a group, if it was all Trump supporters, it doesn't mean that you this morning have anything to do with that. It doesn't mean that the president of the United States has anything to do with that. Even though Congress now, the left, the Democrats, um, are talking about again the Twenty Fifth Amendment which um, they say that's being discussed amongst the president's cabinet, uh, where they're going to declare the president basically unfit. That's being rumored. Also, impeachment has been kicked out, uh, tossed around out there as well. And, of course, you now, because of what happened on the Capitol, at the Capitol yesterday, you and I and anyone who voted for Trump, anyone who demanded election integrity, any congressman, any senator that actually stood up. And by the way, I'm disappointed, Senator Mike Braun. I'm disappointed. Senator Todd Young, I'm disappointed. having gone through all the other congressmen here today. But it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. You go into yesterday saying you're going to object uh, to electors, and then... All hell breaks out yesterday at the Capitol, and then you say, now I'm not going to. What? It, it's insane to me. It's the same thing that Justice uh, Chief Justice John Roberts has been accused of doing, which is basically 
um, applying the law in situations and then ignoring the law in other situations if there's going to be repercussions. If the election, if the electors are in question, whatever else happens in the world at the Capitol, a small group of people, relatively speaking, right? There were a lot of people in D.C., but when you figure that 70-some million people voted for Trump, that is that is not a sampling or representation of, of the, the average Trump voter. What matters, Lady Liberty, Lady Justice is supposed to be blind. So for someone to go in yesterday, like Senator Mike Braun did, and you know I, I, I have a lot of respect for Braun, but I am tremendously disappointed. Kelly Leffler, which, look, Kelly Leffler says the same thing. You know, I was going to, uh, Lindsey Graham, the same thing. We're, we're going to see, we're going to see all the backbone that President Trump helped Republicans grow uh, in the past four years. That's gone in the blink of an eye. That's gone in the blink of an eye. If the electors are fraudulent, you should stand up for that. I, I commend Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz and Tommy Tuberville for the folks who stood up for this who stood up for this last night. There were seven senators, and there were quite a few House members. I, When I last saw the vote, it was I think it was a, between 80 and 90. I haven't looked to see what the final tally was of, of House members who actually voted um, to, to basically say we don't, we don't want to count the votes in uh, from Arizona. I didn't see Pennsylvania. I think those were the only two t- states that were technically challenged. You know, a lot of folks are saying that because of what happened yesterday, we just don't want anything to do with this. You know, now it becomes a political lightning rod. I don't want to be involved with challenging electors because Trump supporters, allegedly, I mean, I think that they were Trump supporters, at least some of them. I also think that the idea that Antifa's in there is not a stretch of the imagination either at all. In fact, you've seen that there's a. Uh, a, a company that that specializes or has facial recognition software that says that they have found that some of those folks are Antifa members doesn't mean all of them is, are. But what it does mean, what it does mean is that's a that's a logical possibility, and it's also logical possibility that Trump supporters, those Trump supporters there yesterday, are angry and um, wanted to. They just lost control, and their anger took con- took control. But it doesn't it doesn't say that you did that, that I'm responsible for that, that Trump's responsible for that. That's what they want you to believe. Trump needs to be impeached or whatever for this. And also, they're basically wanting to expel people in Congress who voted um, voted to challenge these these electors. Ted Cruz is in that group as well. You think about this. You think about where this is going. They want to now criminalize something that's a political uh, concern or a political issue. We cannot allow this. Cannot allow this to happen. The protesters that, well, the the rioters, right? The rioters or the violent folks yesterday do not speak. Uh, their actions are not uniformly applied to everyone who voted who voted for Trump. And likewise, likewise, the senators who were cowardly and backed down um, from challenging the electors, that has, that has nothing to do 
if if the electors with what happened yesterday at the Capitol, if the electors needed to be challenged, they needed to be challenged. I think by by not going through and challenging these electors like Senator Mike Braun did, and it pains me to say this, I take no pleasure in this. I really don't. I don't. I do not take pleasure in this. I personally like Mike Braun, but my job is to tell you what I think. I don't care whatever the consequences of this may be or whatever it maybe it upsets the people in the audience. I don't I'm just telling you what I think. You can disagree with me, that's fine. But to be able to 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 go in saying I'm going to challenge these and then in the wake of what happened yesterday say now I'm not going to, are you not admitting that it wasn't principled to begin with? Are you not acknowledging that it was a political stunt? Are you not saying that what you um, what I mentioned on this program yesterday, which was, and over the past couple of days, don't fall for the political ploy here. We want people who are really trying to challenge this stuff on principle, and we want people who are prepared to stand firm and to, uh, to try to get truth and justice in this election. That's been my prayer from the beginning. We want truth. We want uh, transparency. Right? That's what we want. That's all we've ever wanted. And now that's been ignored. That's been ignored because of the violent actions taken on the you know, Capitol Hill, at least for some of our congressmen and senators. And that, my friends, is, is, is completely inexcusable to me. It really is. Principle doesn't change just because somebody does something stupid. The, 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 the anger, whatever anger that exists out there is baked into this. Whatever the congressman did or didn't do is not – look, people who don't feel like their vote was counted or people who don't feel that they have a voice at the polls anymore are not going to that, – that feeling, that anger, that's, that concern is not going to go away overnight. And Congress, I think, um, didn't do its job. State legislatures didn't do their job. Courts didn't do their job. I don't think Pence did his job. And here we are. Uh, face to deal with the realities here and the, and the consequences of this are are enormous for our country but again it's not time to give up hope i do still think there's a lot of people uh, there's a lot of common ground between the average democrat and the average the average republican i do believe that we just have to be better we have to be better communicators articulate our beliefs let uh, let us define us instead of letting the media or the Democrat Party. I'm long in this segment. So much to say, so many thoughts going through my head. I want to play Trump's video, which took criticism as, as well. It's, it's gotten him kicked off of, well, locked out of Twitter and Facebook. So much to get to. Quick timeout is in order, though. Sit tight back here in just a minute. Talking about conservative, not bitter, and just actually looking at the at the uh, for those of you that watch the program on the video stream, we've got um, I've got a we've got what images or graphics that go up during commercial break, and the one that just came up was get your free membership card so you can join the conservative, not bitter party, folks. You can join it for free. All you have to do is subscribe to our email newsletter. It goes out weekly. We'll mail you. 
your official conservative, not bitter card. So you can prove to folks you are, in fact, conservative, not bitter. And we will mail one of those to you. It's 100% free. ToddHuffShow.com slash subscribe um, is where you can do that. Again, ToddHuffShow.com slash subscribe. So let's talk about yesterday. Um, Again, bear with me today because there is so much to sift through, so many different directions that we can take this. Um, but I want, I want to talk briefly because there's other things I want to get to here, but I want to talk briefly about president Trump's video. So yesterday, um, one o'clock, the joint session of Congress to count the electors, uh, kicked off. Mike Pence started counting. They count the States in alphabetical order. In fact, I found myself singing the song. My kids sing that song. I'm not going to sing it on the radio tempted to but i've i can't sing at all but alabama alaska arizona so third state we get to arizona and uh two uh a congressman is it gosser i think representative gosser uh, from arizona objects and a senator i'm not sure which senator objected so much so much information yesterday so many things to keep straight and a senator joined him, so they went to their respective chambers to debate, right, to debate these electors and, and the process and the, the, the problems in Arizona. It might have been Hawley that signed. I, I can't remember. Um, he kind of spearheaded or led this or was the first Republican to come out in the Senate and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge electors. So they went to the respective chambers. They were debating this, and that's when, again, all of this – uh, all this hell broke loose yesterday at the Capitol. People stormed the Capitol. Uh, congressman laying down on the floor of the House chamber um, because people were breaking glass and, I mean, just completely out of control. This is wrong, period. This cannot be allowed to happen. We have to follow the rule of law. Peaceful protest, to completely understandable. Um but what transpired there with the violence, and of course, some of that uh, that violence led to led to a um, 14-year Air Force veteran being shot and killed. This was captured on cam- camera. Graphic, graphic, terrible, horrible stuff. Loss of life is terrible. And by the way, we're 100% consistent on this. In fact, when you um, hear me talk about you know uh, police shootings, which we've talked about on here um i always 100 percent of the time even if the uh, criminal even if someone was acting criminally and they had an officer had complete 100 percent justification for using deadly force and the suspect was shot and killed i always say the loss of life is, is tragic it is it is it's terrible, and I can say that I'm not casting blame at the officer. I'm just saying the officer didn't want to have to do that either, right? It's a bad situation. It's terrible. You have family members, parents, husbands and wives and children, all this fallout. And so that is a terrible thing that happened yesterday, terrible, atrocious thing that happened yesterday at, at the Capitol, but I want to separate those that were protesting and exercising their First Amendment rights to peaceably protest from, just like I did, look, with Black Lives Matter. You know, even though the leadership of Black Lives Matter, 
tells us they're trained Marxist and they are by definition political enemies, ideological enemies to the Constitution and we should uh, we should reject what they are trying to teach and do. There are people, rank and file people, that don't have anything to do with that. They just are out protesting peaceably uh, at some of these events. And so they need to be d- differentiated, as we always have, between the, the, the rioters, the people that were burning down the cities and so forth. Right, we had people comparing this. The Democrats are saying this is comparable to 9-11 and, and Pearl Harbor Day. That is just simply... Um, not not the case, and I don't mean to you know I'm not taking away from the life that was lost. I'm just saying these things are not are not the same. This this is more comparable to another riot that would have taken place where someone lost their life, which of course happened over over the summer. People lives were lost at some of these riots. It's a terrible tragic thing. People should be able to protest, and I'll tell you what else should happen. We should have representatives who listen to the people who are interested in justice, who are not just interested in keeping their positions, right, keeping their positions of power and authority so they can get the uh, the seats of honor and be called a senator or a congressman and just, you know, always um, in a position of, of authority and power, lording it over the people. And unfortunately, that's what we've got to a large extent, both parties, I say both parties are are responsible for this. One is dramatically worse than the other, but both parties are you know at, at fault here. So anyway, look at the clock here, and I've, I just didn't get to this, but that's what transpired or led up to President Trump, and that's what I wanted to get to here. This, so he, you know, all this stuff's happening. I saw uh, Representative uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy uh, say he he called up the president and said, hey. Can you, you know, this is what's going on. Can you do something about this? Tell people to stop acting violently, right? That's That was his request. So President Trump sent out a tweet, and then he did this short one-minute video, which ultimately got, uh, got uh, what, cut off from being shared on Twitter. I can see it on Twitter now. It got the president locked out of his account, the president of the United States. People are saying that this is, the president basically calling for um, an uprising, an overthrow, so to speak. I wanted to play the whole video because you may have tried to see it yesterday and you couldn't because it was locked out of social media. So it's about a minute, and we'll do that on the other side of the break because I've simply run out of time here. So bear with me. Lots to get through today. Thanks for your patience and understanding. If you're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in a minute. play for you this video again in the wake of all the violence and all the stuff that was happening yesterday at the capitol keep in mind again um this was a portion of the people and again there's some out there who says who say that antifa infiltrated there's a video of antifa busing people and i'm I'm not even get into that because i don't i don't know any more any more about this than then you know, um, but I do know that whatever what transpired there, no matter who did it, 
needs to face the consequences as uh, prescribed by law. That's what has to happen. Whether they're Trump supporters, whether they are Antifa, whether they are whatever, their race, gender, it makes no difference, right? This to me is so elementary and simple. I wish more people could agree upon this. But anyway, so President Trump does a video calling for people to to go home, to stop the violence and to go home, to be peaceable, to not cause problems for a campus or for a Capitol Police. And this is upset. This got banned from Twitter and I think Facebook. Here it is. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. So there it is. So that upset people. Now, um, some people would say, well, you know, Todd, what is he saying? Uh, you know, I, what do he say? I, I, I respect you or some some such comment there. Was he respecting the people that are causing causing violence? He was calling for everyone to go home. He was saying, go home. You know, there is reason. Uh, there's no need for, for violence. We all have reasons to be upset. This election was stolen. This election was rigged. There was no remedy. Congress has abdicated its responsibility. But look, this is not the solution. We can't do this. This is not the way to go about it. This is my my paraphrase of, of what the president said. But this has upset some people. They said that's not necessary to add in there. Maybe maybe it's not necessary. Um, but I think to say to someone to again the vast majority of people he was talking to were not engaging in those in those behaviors he was just saying go home this we just need to to clean everything out and 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 not let this get out of control anymore and so most people he was talking to were angry that this has happened in the election were angry at Mike Pence were angry at senators at congressmen at the courts, at our government, at state legislatures, at governors, at attorneys general, at secretaries of state. I could go on and on here. And and by the way, that's a justifiable uh, emotion to have, to be angry. Even the Bible says in your anger, do not sin. It's not there, – there's nothing wrong with being angry at – if this is – I mean, look, if this is what – has happened or if you have reason to believe that this happened, which I think that there's more than enough to believe that, and nothing was done, that should anger us. 
that should anger us, but that doesn't look just because you're angry doesn't mean that you get a free license to do whatever whatever you feel. The radical unhinged left behaves like that. And whoever did this yesterday, these were Trump supporters, then that falls upon them as well. I distance my, myself from that because that's not that's not the way to handle this. Um, but as far as the peaceful protest goes, that's of course perfectly legitimate, understandable. I would even say necessary. Uh, and our congressmen, senators need to be held completely uh, accountable for this. We are watching. We are taking notes, and I'm going to um, remind you. I mean, I'm. We're, we need real leaders. In fact, that's what I want to talk about next segment. I want to talk about what I think what I think we need. And I I hesitate in saying this next sentence. Um but I'm not sure how many Americans are prepared to to make the sacrifice. I had a actually had a conversation with someone yesterday, a really good heart-to-heart conversation and he he basically told me uh that that he was was part of the problem. He was part of the problem because, well, because of what we'll talk about next segment. Very moving, actually, to, to hear him. He got emotional when he was talking about it. And this is a guy that, believe me, the average person would say um, there's nothing at all wrong with, with you. you. You seem to be someone who loves your country. But he says I'm still part of the problem because, well, because of what we'll talk about next segment. So sit tight. Folks have a right to be angry. It's understandable. Our government has failed us at multiple levels. We have to now take action through the ballot box and, and rectify this. Rectify this at all at all levels. And for those who have not stood up for justice and election integrity, um, you know we will. We're going to continue to shine the light on this. This is not going to go away. This will be an issue. I don't care when you're up for re-election. This will be. An issue. This is a defining moment. This is this is something that has. Um, this is the survival of our of our republic, of our system, of the confidence we have in our system. And you failed us. You failed us. Simple as that. I've got to take a break. Sit tight. We'll come back with some some thoughts I have on what Americans need to prepare, be prepared to do next to save this great nation. Folks, do not give up hope. That's something else I want to get to as well, if I can, time permitting. Quick time out. Back in just a minute. Welcome back. 98%. Uh, 90, yeah, 98%. Sorry, forgot about the number here. Might have to have that re-audited. But 98% of scientists agree that listening to this program can cause you to lean to the right. That's 1% more than people who – scientists who believe that man is contributing to climate change. So, But I wanted to say this really quickly. I think what needs to happen – you know, if you read the Declaration of, of, of Independence, it's a beautiful document. One of the most beautiful documents ever written by man. Right outside of the Bible, this is this the Constitution, two beautiful documents. The very last line of the Declaration says, um, we mutually, the, the folks that signed this, we mutually pledge to one another our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred 
honor. Folks, we need a version, I don't, I don't want to say 2.0, because I'm not saying we can improve upon the, the declaration, but we really need, um, you know, like when, when a married couple renews their vows, we almost need to do that with the Constitution. We all need to be prepared to say that. And the gentleman I was speaking with yesterday, who will go nameless, he, he said to me, and to Bubbles, Bubbles was with me in this meeting, and he, he said, I, I'm comfortable, you know, I'm comfortable with, with my life. He's, you know, he's, things are, um, he's successful, and he says, I'm comfortable. And, and, and he, this guy loves his country, so it's, it's not like some person on the street who just doesn't care or pay attention. But he's, he says, look, I just, I, you know, I, I haven't done enough. I haven't watered the tree of liberty. I haven't stood guard protecting what we have to make sure it's passed on to the next generation, basically, is, is, is the point. And I think, folks, we all have to be prepared to sign a, a version of that, a version of the declaration, well, or even the declaration, just putting your name to it, metaphorically or um, – I thought even having you know having a petition that we could that we could do this with, but we need to mutually pledge to one another our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. This is this is America. This is worth defending. We all have to be prepared to do whatever it takes to water the tree of liberty, to hold these jokers in Congress responsible, the courts. It's up to us. We have the power, and that is not what happened yesterday. Is not the way to do it. There's not. I'm not referencing violence or any sort of conflict like that. I am talking about standing up and and fighting for, arguing for, communicating, articulating ideas, educating, persuading people. That's what I'm talking about. And I have great hope for this nation. I really – I do. I mean I I know many of you think uh, that that's – not the way to look at this right now. But folks, this nation has faced impossible odds before, right? It has. This nation, I mean, when this nation signed that document, there's no way in the world they should have defeated the British Empire, but they did. They did. And for those who don't have hope, I think this is the maybe the greatest time in, in your life to turn to the one who can give you eternal hope, and that is Jesus Christ. And I think that um, by by praying and doing the things we need to do, refocusing and recommitting ourselves to this great cause, this great nation, good things, great things can happen. Quick timeout. Got to wrap up. Sit tight. Back in a minute. friends to not give up not give hope this nation is worth fighting for she's been through dark days before we have hope this nation the founding principles of this nation are rooted in biblical truth or just rooted in just truth if you prefer truth all truth comes from god ultimately anyway but it's rooted in truth. We have philosophy on our side, history on our side. We understand human nature. The, the system of government it reflects all of that, reflects all of that. And we just have to be prepared to, to spread that truth, to stand firm for it, and demand that folks respect and follow the law, the constitution of the land, and return to truth. I've got to go SDGC tomorrow. Take care.